This week on Honey, You Should Watch This, Susan picked 2021s. Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. I got to honestly say I'm a little confused because I didn't see SpongeBob SquarePants once. right into this movie uh, this was a live action spongebob this, this, movie this. so that's, that's what i'm saying <laughs> I, I, I just kept waiting for him to show up i'm like where's spongebob I, I just wanted to see his face and see the unbridled happiness and joy that spongebob always has the because unmitigated hey glee. if there's anywhere that you can have unmitigated glee it's vista del mar it is it is so welcome everybody to another episode of honey you should watch this a podcast where a husband and wife that would be us uh who have different tastes in movies, uh, subject each other to our tastes in movies, and then we come on here and talk about it. And Sometimes we complain, sometimes we don't. It's just the way it is. But I think you got to get your hot dog soup, get yourself a tube of plain Pringles, and settle in, because this is going to be a real tit flapper. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Shit like that made this movie weird. Okay? What did I say to you when we finished watching this? You said it was like a live action cartoon. No, the credits started rolling yeah. and I said... I don't remember. I can't believe you made me watch this. <laughs> um, go just. I guess just go right into your synopsis if you want. I don't even know where <laughs> to start. We don't even want to talk about what you've been watching or anything else before we started. But sure. Yeah. Um, I've been watching AEW Dynamite and AEW Rampage, which is wrestling. Uh, I have been watching uh, Titans. That's that Teen Titans. That's the Teen Titans yep. live action show. Uh, if you like it, if you like that stuff, it's very good. Mm-hmm. First season, I don't know if I said this last time. First season's slow because there's a lot of getting to getting to know it. But second season, I'm only in the third episode and it is off and running. And I've been told that the third season is absolute batshit so far. So uh, that football season, so I've been watching preseason football, and I have been watching something else, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, a lot of the league. Yeah, again and again. Brooklyn Nine Nine. And again, Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's yep. about it. Holy moly. Yep. Okay. Then I work. Yeah. I um I watched the first four. They they this is the last season of Grace and Frankie, so I watched the first four episodes of that when it came out. Um I'm I'm think I'm thinking that this is a good time to probably end the sh- end the show this season because as much as I think that they this show's been funny, um it's probably time. You know, you can you can drag a show out for a little longer. That's than how usual. I feel about Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, I'm not impressed with this season so far. Oh, uh, oh, uh, the Doug Judy one was pretty damn funny. You know Doug, what? On- Doug Judy is always funny. Honestly, to to be honest with you, I, mm-hmm. I haven't really had a problem with the jokes and stuff. Uh, but it, it's it's gotten super preachy. 
this season, and I don't watch entertainment for that. If I want that crap, I'll watch the news. I'm not saying I disagree with what they're saying or agree with it. It's just I'm watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine to escape the garbage that I deal with every day, so let me escape. But they want to use their voice, so whatever. Yeah, I know. I think I knew they were talking about that between the pandemic and everything else that was going on in the world that they were going to try to to do that. So it's not like they didn't give anybody warning um, that this is the way certain things were going to go. But yeah, but they didn't say every other word. So mm-hmm. there you go. Um, I watched the first season of The Chair on Netflix. That's with- that show about uh, Stark Prison up in uh, State Prison up in Stark with the uh, electric chair, right? No. Oh, what's it about? <laughs> it's got uh, Sandra O oh, uh, in it. She's like this woman who's the first female head of chair of the English department at this old venerated college. Um, but it's not like their enrollments are down for English majors and she's trying to struggle with how do you make things relevant. And she's got all these older um, professors um, I can't think of her name. Who's the one that played the mother on uh, Two and a Half Men? Okay. Um, you know who I'm talking yeah, about. I, don't know her name. I can't think of her name. It starts with, it starts with an F. Anyway, Keep she's, talking. But I'll find it. Yeah, she's. I mean, she's always great. Anyway, I love. I've liked her in every anything that I've seen. It's, um, so I mean, it's it's a little slow, but it's it it's entertaining. I mean, it's Sandra Oh. She's great in anything she's she does. So. It sounds like after watching it, I would need the electric chair. <laughs> I'm kidding. Her name is Holland Taylor. Holland Ter- Taylor. There. How did I forget her name? Jesus. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I never she's, knew it. She's, That's why I forgot it. She's pretty good in just about anything she's done. God, we've been watching her since the 70s. In what? She was the boss in uh, Bosom Buddies. I don't remember Bosom Buddies that well. Really? I didn't get to watch Bosom Buddies. Because of the cross-dressing? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. I don't know. I didn't get to watch Bosom Buddies because <laughs> I never really remembered it was on. I didn't get to stay up very late. Oh, okay. I had to go to bed at 9 o'clock when oh, I was God, a kid. Oh, God. We loved it. We waited for it. Anyway. Okay. I guess that's what we've been watching. That's what we've been watching. What okay. have you been watching? Call us and tell us. Yeah, call at us. At 7-2- <laughs> No, you don't have to call us, but you could definitely let us know if there's something you want us to watch. True. Um, by reaching out to us on our social media. Yeah. Stay tuned for details. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right then. All right. Okay, so let's get in the synopsis of this thing before you start asking me all sorts of questions about why I made you watch this. Um, this is a movie. Um, oh, before we get into this, I, I got to ask you a question. Since this is a 2021 film. Um, how much are we going to get into this in terms of spoilers? You don't know. Well, it came out in February. Yeah. It's September. If they wanted to watch it, they've already watched it. Okay. I mean, right. it's hard to talk about a movie and not do spoilers. So here here you go. Yeah. There will be spoilers. Okay. All right. Daniel Day-Lewis' next movie. There will, there will be, be spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> Give me a milkshake! <laughs> what? Isn't that in that movie? Doesn't he scream something about a milkshake to somebody I in that movie? I have never seen There Will yeah, Be Blood. Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah. But I think there's a scene in it. It's like, like a famous scene because it's just ridiculously out of place okay. or something. Okay. I want an egg cream. Oh, Maybe. Sorry. Um, a cream egg? No, an egg cream. What's that? 
it's like this old fashioned thing you used to get at the um, at the so pharmacy. Okay. You know, when they used to have soda fountains and stuff like that. That's what uh, uh, the the father on King of Queens used to scream all the time. Oh, I wanted it cream. Nice. Okay. Okay. All right. So we are talking about Barb and Star. Go to Vistel Del Mar. Um, a movie about friendship and accepting yourself and finding love. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so middle-aged best friends, Barb and Star, um, live their life in their little town of Soft Rock, Nebraska. Woo, Nebraska. Um, but their little everyday lives kind of get torn apart when they lose their jobs at Jennifer's Convertibles because they're working in the last known Jennifer's Convertibles that just never got notified that Jennifer's Convertibles went out of business. And then they get kicked out of Talking Club. So with nothing else in their life, they decide... Oh my God, it hurts so bad. (laughs) It hurts so bad. They decide to leave their little town for the first time and go on vacation in Vistel Del Mar, Florida. Meanwhile, an eccentric villain, Sharon Gordon Fisherman, mm-hmm. yeah, I caught it, <laughs> is plotting against the Denzians of Vista Del Mar. Sharon lived there as a child, and her pale white skin and sensitivity to sun made her an outcast and a target of bullying. So she plans to leash and unleash a lethal mosquito. Yeah. Sorry about that. She plans to unleash lethal mosquitoes, killing everyone. She sends her henchman Edgar to Vista Del Mar to plant a homing beacon that will attract the mosquitoes once they're unleashed. And she falsely promises Edgar if that he succeeds, she will finally make their relationship official. Barb and Star encounter Edgar at the hotel barn and begin to party and bond with him. What happens next? Will Vista Del Mar be saved? Will there be love? Will there be deceit? Will there be jealousy? Let's talk about it. Did you write that? I wrote some of it. Okay. Okay. Not all of it. I kind of grabbed the other parts parts of it from Wikipedia. And that was the part I stumbled over, believe it or not. Okay. The movie stars uh, Christian Wig as both Star and Sharon Fisherman. Um, Annie Mamulo. Is that how you pronounce her name? I, you don't know. As Barb, uh, Jamie Dornan as Edgar, and Damon Wayans Jr. makes an appearance as Darley Bunkle, <laughs> spy extraordinaire. Um, and then we also have uh, Ren Doy as Yo-Yo, which I guess is supposed to be like short round. <laughs> Yo-Yo. I think it's supposed to be more like Odd Jobs. Odd Jobs. <laughs> okay. All right. Your turn. What are you looking at? It, that does not look like the woman that played Barb. Annie, Annie Mamolo. I just the picture of her on, on IMDb just does not. Anyway. <laughs> um. This movie's. <laughs> well, you gotta ask me. Oh, why'd you have me watch it? Because it was so fucking silly. And usually I make you watch these deep, thoughtful things. 
and I thought it was time that we watched something which movie this was silly and joyful. Which movie was smarter, Ernest Goes to Camp or Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I guess this one yeah. reaches a certain demographic, right? This movie, <laughs> this movie was almost like... Have you ever seen the movie Spy Hard with Leslie Nielsen? Uh, probably, yeah. Um, it's a spoof on the James Bond and spy movies. Right. This is like, to me, a spoof on the Austin Powers movies, which are a spoof on the spy movies. Right. It was almost like it It was spoof squared. Yeah. Because it was just ridiculous, first yeah. of all, which I don't have a problem with ridiculous. But I um, didn't, yeah, I didn't, when I watched it, because I watched the first, it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't, you were working one day or something like that. So I was just kind of doing some work around the house and I put it on just to have some noise on in the background. And like, they had that opening sequence with little yo-yo doing his paper route right and you're thinking okay well maybe he's a kid that lives in their neighborhood and maybe he'll come on the adventure with them or something like that. i had no expectation that this was going to have some spy shit going on it was just like what the hell am i watching yeah (laughs) so i I, I I just stopped everything and started watching it i just expected a a kooky fish out of water comedy yeah like we're Hey, we're from the deep south. We're gonna go hang out in, in something like that. That's yeah, what I expected. Yeah, or did this little Midwestern. I didn't expect him to yeah. save the world. Yeah. Well, not the world. Just Vista Del Mar. Uh, Vista Del Mar is the world. Thank you. <laughs> there is no freedom and democracy without Vista Del Mar. <laughs> that and a twenty-four hour CVS, and you've got a party. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> I really don't. I don't. I don't think you've ever been to a good party. <laughs> <laughs> That's from the movie. I know. <laughs> okay. I know. Uh, I, yeah, I I had no expectations. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, it's just... No, no. Ask me the question. Oh, uh, okay. So what did you expect? I had no expectations because I, yeah. I didn't know what to expect. I, it was, I, I thought it was just... Um, I, I just thought it was going to be a... I don't know. Knowing Kristen Wiig, I thought it would be something like a kind of a wannabe bridesmaids style movie yeah. where it just... Where it had like some you know good dialogue and stuff like that, and I'm not saying it didn't, but it was not. I did. I didn't expect. Uh, well, we had seen the trailer, right? And I think it was when we went to go see Rise of Skywalker. If I if I be- we did see it in correctly. the theater. Yeah, we saw it in the theater, and I'm thinking that was back then. And they didn't show you Barb and Star. You just kind of heard them talking, so you knew it was going to be this somewhat little goofy silly thing mm-hmm. but you i just but that's kind of what Kristen wig excels at yeah. too is the goofy voices in the yeah um so i mean like bridesmaids in and of itself was more realistic than this and this was kind of almost this little fantasy tale about these two middle-aged women and you know this the excitement you know and it's not even that it's not even like Spy, you know, the Melissa McCarthy one where she's dying for more excitement in her life. So she gets into the situation. They just kind of fall face first into these situations. Yeah. Which, and, and not to cut you off, yeah. if you haven't seen Spy, it's really good. Go it, watch it. It's funny. Yeah. Um, but this is just, it's so, it's such a, they. you can tell that they love these characters. And, and you know, if you've 
read any of the articles where they've been interviewed about this movie, I mean, they do have a deep love for these characters. I guess they have all, they've been working together since the groundlings. So they've always done some interpretation of this middle, these middle-aged women, but they really started writing Barb and Star when they were doing Bridesmaids because they had these scenes that the mother of the bride was going to be some kind of Barb Stark type character, um, but they had to cut it for time. So then they just started working on this. <laughs> I'll never understand that. You have to cut yeah. it for time. Is it funny? Then fucking leave it in the movie. Yeah, I, I think sometimes you like if you have like this. This just seems like every odd idea they decided. Yeah, yeah, let's throw that in there, right? Which I think this movie is more of a movie that would accept that. Whereas Bridesmaid, you really want the continuity of the story, and you know. So I mean, Bridesmaids was pretty awesome. Um, it was more yeah. than pretty awesome. It so, was, but this it was is a definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely not bridesmaids. I mean, they break into song. This isn't even you like the these... weird. This isn't even the yeah. weird ripoff of bridesmaids. What was the name of that movie? There was there was a there was a like a bridesmaids wannabe. There was yeah. A couple came out a couple years after. Continue to talk. Yeah, I d- yeah I don't know that, but I mean what. When I described this to you after I saw it, I was like, it just reminded me of like a cleaner version of a live action family guy kind of thing. Because you have people breaking into song out of nowhere. You've got these weird little cutaway scenes with these odd characters and, you know, talking crabs and just very strange. I can't can't find it. You know, and they're so eccentric. Like they're packing to go on vacation and they decide to bring rope, right? Which ties into something a little bit later on, but they bring rope, they bring like a pizza cutter, they bring, you know, like stupid things that you would never bring on vacation. Um, of course, they're cool lots. Um, but it's, I don't know, it's just very, it, it's funny and silly. It's not mean-spirited in, uh, in any way against Barb and stars, these middle-aged things. But I did have like a very sad realization when I was watching it the second time around with you. Um, you know, because, you know, they're in their 40s, I'm in my 50s. And if anybody follows me on Instagram, people know I like a good statement necklace. And uh, I'm watching them. I'm like, oh, look at their little necklaces. That's cute. Oh, shit. <laughs> you, you, had, you had one? <laughs> no, I didn't have one, but I was like, Oh, wait a minute. I, you know, the, the only thing that kind of gave me a little bit of um, relief was, you know, I, I don't wear like kooky starfish earrings and whatever, like octopus yeah, or whatever not, they not had. many they, people do. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and I don't wear culottes. I hope How I don't come? wear culottes. They can save your life. They can save your life. When next time I go hiking, if I go hiking someplace where I might be falling off a cliff. Because there's lots of mountains in Florida. Cliffs and mountains in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was it. I think it was filmed. Was it filmed in Jamaica? Oh, I don't know where it was filmed. Yeah, it wasn't filmed in the United States. Why not? Um, because there is no Vista Del Mar. That's true. Mm. Uh, filmed in New Mexico and Mexico. Oh, perfect. Right by the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> How did they. F- oh, New Mexico and Mexico. Yeah. All right. So this was actually filmed before the pandemic, I think, wasn't it? It was. 
Yeah. And one of the, the pieces of trivia about it is, you know, they have that scene um, after um, Edgar gets drunk with the ladies or stoned with the ladies or whatever. Or roofied with the ladies. <laughs> yeah. With their buried treasure drink. Um, that uh, he loses the microchip he needs for the homing beacon and Darley Bunkle or whatever the hell his name is tries to, you know, tries tells him that he will be in touch with him and he's in the buffet behind the buffet line serving and he's wearing um he's the only one wearing a mask and so they made a point to say yeah this was way before then maybe he was patient zero maybe he was it's damon wayans jr's fault everybody it is it is not china let's dox him okay that's <laughs> no, not i don't even know what that means <laughs> I uh, I don't feel like there was a lot of character development in this movie. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think everybody made strides. Everybody everybody was pretty much exactly at the end that what they were at the beginning, with the exception of the bad girl, oh. <laughs> uh, Gordon. No, uh, Ch- Chief Gordon. Um, Bar- Barb. Um, Barb kind of grew a little bit of a backbone, right? So she was telling people off when. She needed to tell the Barbara Gordon fisherman off. Okay. Um, Star, because, uh, you know, Barb was widowed. Star was divorced, and her husband left her because he was cheating on her, so she just felt that she was unlovable. And she found love. Yeah. Um, with Jamie Dornan. Has he been in other stuff? Yeah. He was in Fifty Shades of Grey. That's what most people know him for. He's also, he was also in like once the, that ABC show, Once Upon a Time. He was a okay. model. Yeah. It's really funny because they said when they were writing this and they asked who they wanted, you know, who they were thinking of to try to cast this role. They're like, we want somebody that's got a little bit of that appeal, almost like a, a spy, like a James Bond type thing. And they're like, maybe we can get Jamie Dornan, right? And he was down. He was down to do all the stupid, silly things. He thought the singing was great. He's the one at the end of one of his, because he's got two solos or something like that in this in this movie. And at the end of one, he rips his shirt open. That wasn't supposed to happen. He decided that, that he was going to do that. So Nailed it. He's like, he just decided, let's just jump in, you know. Nailed it. <laughs> With all feet. Uh, so out of place. It was so out of place. The musical numbers. You're just like, what? Well, that's yeah, and that's why I, that's why I said it was so much like a you I think know. I actually did this. <laughs> it, it was just it was odd. It was very odd. It was very odd, but that's why I said it was to me. It was like a it was almost like a a cleaner version of a live action Family Guy because in Family Guy they sing um, out of yeah. nowhere. They have you know animals that talk. They have all these stupid little cutaway jokes, and that's basically what this was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I still, I still feel like the vibe was more of a SpongeBob vibe, but because <laughs> of the tropicalness, or yeah, because the, the tropicalness si- and because of the the silliness. Even though Family Guy is, I don't, I don't call Family Guy silly. I call Family Guy morally bankrupt. No, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's just um, unfiltered. Yeah, like yeah. like trying trying. To push that envelope that will get them censored. Yeah. 
and this was not. That's why I said clean version. Yeah, but but yeah. I know, but it was. It also was. Uh, family Guy's mean. They're mean to each other too. Yeah, you know what I mean. And there, there was this was like Squidward. You know how Squidward's mean to, yeah. to SpongeBob, but he's never mean to SpongeBob. He's like, oh, that would be great, SpongeBob. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> and he's being a dick, but he's not being a dick. He's just kind of. Uh, that's kind of what this yeah. was because there was even the even the bad guy at the end. Yeah, they were like nice to the to the bad guy. I'm yeah. like, okay, uh. this perfect utopia, Vista Del Mar. Yeah. Tommy Bahama from head to toe. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would. Yeah. I love Tommy Bahama. I love paying $682 for a shirt. Get yourself some veal stuff, manatee. <laughs> I. See, this is, those little silly jokes are great. You know, yeah. they're sitting there trying to figure out what they're going to order, and they're like, they're like, oh, I've never had frog's legs. Oh, I can think of Kermit pushing that little bike, you know? And then <laughs> they actually showed mean. Kermit riding the bike. At the end, when they were going through, they're like, yeah. they thought they were going to die, and they're having the flashbacks of their life, and there's Kermit riding on the bike. I, thought, I laughed my ass off the first time I saw that. Yeah, that was... <laughs> there's a lot of good jokes in this. There's a lot of funny things, a lot of fun stuff. And the movie actually is a good time. It, 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 is. it is. It's fun. But it's... It's not like... There are people that would call an acid trip a good time, so... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you do need to get high to watch uh, this. Who I, knows? I, <laughs> you know get what? A, get to the bottom of that buried treasure and take those pills. This yeah. movie might be a fucking blast high. <laughs> I don't know. Um, just, it was... There were a lot of little stupid things that they did that made me laugh like it's it's a joke that you've heard a hundred times and yet when damon waynes did it it cracked me up Hmm. which one when he kept identifying himself like more and more information no i am definitely darley bunkle i I mean i am not the darley bunkle that lives at 1675 (laughs) midway lane and you're like why are you telling me he's like oh dang it just look down down further the microchip isn't here yes just it was just all he's (laughs) but it but like sometimes you're looking at it going okay the only reason this is funny is because they went too far with it yeah well i when i first saw him doing that i'm like this is really kind of stupid but then i'm like this is funny. <laughs> well, it's funny because he's supposed to be the best in the business. Yeah. And the woman who's going to unleash a swarm of mosquitoes on a city. Flesh-eating mosquitoes. In Florida. Guess who knows how to deal with mosquitoes? <laughs> You're going to hire who's supposed to be the best in the business, and he is a joke. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, he was great in it. He, I like him in everything. Damon Wayne's Jr., that is. Damon Wayne's Jr. Yeah, I like him very yeah. much. Yeah. And then every once in a while, you get cutaways back to Talking Club. <laughs> That's killed. Let's that talk, kills let's me. Let's just talk about Talking Club. Talking Club. Club. Hold on. <laughs> Isn't that just getting together and having a conversation? Hold on. Hold on. You got to get the little hat and pull out what you're allowed to talk about. Oh, that's right. Because, you know, the first rule of Talking Club is you only talk about what gets pulled out of the hat. And you don't lie. Do we get to talk about horses this week? I want to talk about horses. So they're at, at Talking Club. Give me your hot dog soup. And it's it's Barb and Star. It's Phyllis from The Office. Right. Who was the other woman? I don't know who the other two women were. There's the one that was in, that played the nurse in um, 
the Mindy Kaling, the Mindy Project, the, right? The the heavy girl that's the yep. the comedian. Yep, and then yep. I don't know who the other woman was. The and other then, girl has been from something. And then the leader, um, the rather Machiavellian leader of of Talking Club, um, is Saturday Night Live. Where is her name? Hold on. Yes, uh, she's been in, she's been in a lot of stuff, and um, keep talking. So basically, they have a talking club where they all get together. Mm-hmm. Vanessa Bayer. There it is, and they get together and they talk about stuff, mm-hmm. but they can only talk about what gets pulled out of the hat. So the talking points get put put in. So you can only talk about what what the topic is, and you can't lie. And Barb and Star end up lying. Oh, and they made what did they make their what kind of soup was it? Hot dog soup. Hot dog soup. Yeah, um, they they lied because they had just lost their jobs that day, and that's what guy they pulled out of the hat was jobs. Yep. Like we're going to talk about our jobs, and they didn't want everybody to know they got yeah. fired. Yeah. I mean the the just the dull humor and the fact that we're going to have a club that's devoted to talking. Instead of just sitting around and talking, right? <laughs> it's got to be this. Well, it's making fun. Of, it's it's supposed to yeah. be making fun of a book club. Book or clubs like and yeah, yeah was, stuff like that. It's it's so silly. Uh, some of the details too, when you because I didn't realize that in, in realize this until I started um, doing some research. I didn't quite see. I couldn't remember if I'd heard it or if they had even said anything in the movie about it, but the little detail that um, star is short for Starbra and Barb isn't short for anything. It's just Barb. Those little details are what kill me about this movie, right? <laughs> that they, they come up with these little lives for these. Character has, yeah. a back, has to have a backstory to sell it. Yeah, but it's it's really funny. And then they've got them that they dress similar, they look similar, but they've got these just slight differences in you know hairstyle and and you know what they wear and all that stuff. And I thought that that was pretty funny too. But. Yes, I mean they were really good in it. I mean, because listen, even Kristen Wiig's bad movies, she's good in. She she's she's a good actress and she's funny. Um, I think she tries to write just about everything she does, but. Sometimes she misses, but I I I like her. <laughs> I don't have an issue with her. The other woman, I didn't I didn't even recognize her. I didn't know that she was from Bridesmaids. Who Amy Amy Annie Milano? Yeah, she was that Melissa per- Milano. Melissa Milano. <laughs> Melissa Gelato. <laughs> yeah, she was uh, the person that uh, Kristen Wiig sat next to on the plane. Okay. When she started to freak out. Okay. So she was just one of the friends of the bride. No, she was just a random person she got seated next to on the I got you. Okay. Area. So So but they wrote they wrote that together, I believe. They wrote bridesmaids together? Yeah. Wow. They were, yeah. How come she didn't take like, a bigger role? Probably because she she's just more of a like a writing partner for her. So okay. that's why they decided that they were going to do this together. It probably is, you know, they, they get to act a little bit more together. They've got, they just have a chemistry. They click when they write, so. I didn't care for chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> biology? <Did> you... <laughs> uh, biology was too long-winded. No, I'm kidding. Um, I don't, I'm kind of short on talking points on this because there's lots of, 
the, the it's like watching an episode of Family Guy. You're right, mm-hmm. but but not that it's like Family Guy. I can watch an episode of Family Guy and laugh twenty times, mm-hmm. and as soon as the credits roll, I don't remember anything I saw from Family Guy. I don't I I, I don't remember it. We have a a friend of ours, um, the kid guy that works with me. He is like a freaking Family Guy encyclopedia, and he's constantly throwing these lines out. And I'm like, oh my god, I remember that, but only because somebody said so. Right. Then this this movie kind of did that to me because it was it was not it was quick. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like it wasn't like they they went into a scene and it was all drawn out and everything. There wasn't anything in this movie that like took me out of it or ruined it. But there's also nothing in this movie that really just hammered itself home and said, oh, I got to tell somebody to watch this because of that. <laughs> there was just a lot of quick one-liner jokes. Right. The, the uh, Well, that's a, that's a fry of questions. So Yeah. I would like to see, because um, a, a lot of stuff was cut for pacing in this movie because they just had so much material that they had to basically That makes sense because you probably just went nuts with all the stupid shit that you could do and threw shit up against the wall and see what stick. Yeah, and they probably did. Um, much like when they're when you're working with comedians of this caliber, they probably did like three or four different types of takes on certain things and what was said. Um, but th- one of the scenes that they shot, it was Darley and Edgar, and they were meeting up in a pasta and stuff restaurant. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and it said it results in disaster, but it was cut for pacing. So I'd like to see exactly what happened in that pasta and stuff. Pasta and stuff. <laughs> Who and Edgar? Darley. So Damon Wayans Jr. Oh, gee whiz. Yeah, that would have been great. That would have been fun to see. Yeah. All right. I think so. Because his name was what? Darley Bunkle. Yeah. Okay. Darley. Why was I thinking you were talking about Barb? <laughs> okay. Yeah, good enough. The, uh, the, the part where um, she's supposedly in the tub. Yeah. For like six hours. <laughs> and I saw a turtle too. <laughs> Just so off the wall. So many things that you're like, what? They, and then you're like, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. With the naivety of both these characters as far as that's concerned. Like, oh, my friend would never lie to me, so I'm going to believe her. Yeah. Even you know? though I'm lying my ass off to her. Yeah. <laughs> And that same um, one of the funnier things I think too is they when they both decide that they're going to go visit Edgar at different times, and they basically repeat the exact same date, so to speak. Exactly right? like the yeah, same people. Exactly in, same. The pe- same people are in the boats and the. <laughs> yeah, that was that was five minutes of my life I'll never get back. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was funny because when it came to be, you know, Star's turn to 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 go visit him, he knocks on the door and he opens it, and she's down on the ground with her butt sticking out. And like, oh, hi. <laughs> yeah, Kristen Wiig trying to play hard to get, yeah. <laughs> hard to get by shoving it right in his face. <laughs> so the what was the company that the store they worked for? Jennifer Convertibles. Jennifer Convertibles. Is that supposed to be a joke that I missed? Jennifer Convertibles was an actual store, a chain of furniture stores. And I guess they, I don't know when they went out of business. Seriously? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, 
but that was the joke, right? Because they were the like kind of the last Jennifer convertibles and just no one told them that they went out of business. So All right. It's not like they sold a lot of furniture because all they did was sit around and talk, drink tea or coffee and, and talk. That crack, so. That was funny when they were sitting there at the beginning of the movie and they're talking to each other and you realize that they're at work. Yeah. <laughs> sitting in a chair. <laughs> and neither one of them was on that day. Yeah, they were, it was both their day off. <laughs> And they were talking to the black couple, right? Weren't, 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 yeah, because the, the, they wanted to actually buy the couch and they couldn't They couldn't. Can we get bear you guys to get up? We, we'd like to buy this couch. <laughs> oh, we're not working, dear. Jeez. What was the, uh, what was going on in the uh, talking club when they would flash back to it? I can't remember, but it was something that made me laugh. Oh, I don't know what they were talking about, but I think it was when Phyllis was like, can we talk about horses now? And she's like, give me your coffee. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Because she keeps taking things away from Phyllis when she isn't. (laughs) The one woman showed up 30 seconds late. They locked her ass out. Yep. (laughs) Just got to show up to talking club on time. So fucking random. The the, the (laughs) jokes were just like... Here's a club we're going to be sociable, and we've got this person in it, but we know she's going to be 30 seconds late. Instead of bending the rules and waiting on her, we just lock her out every week, because that's what they implied. Yeah, exactly. They implied that they locked her out every week, and this woman showed up late every week. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's the definition of insanity. Uh, so both uh, Kristen Wiig and um, Annie Mulo, uh I'm never going to pronounce her name right. Mamulo. So Mamulo. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. They, uh, very sorry. They refer to Barb at all. mm, They refer to Barb and Star's wigs as the film's other stars. We fought with them. We loved them. We hated them. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. I can see that being a pain in the ass. Yeah. It's so funny because they are very, very cute, and then they they kind of like middle-aged them up. Oh, they frumped them up good. Yeah, frumped them up a little bit. And <laughs> okay, let's talk about this scene where they are drinking the buried treasure. Like they're getting drunk at the bar, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and they ordered this buried treasure that no one is ever supposed to finish. But if you finish it, you get the buried treasure. And they're like, well, we didn't find anything down there. And they're like, did you open the little chest? Yeah. Were there pills in there? Yeah. Did you take them? Yeah. Well, that's your very treasure. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> I should have called that drink the Bill Cosby. But it was so funny to me that you, they show them partying and all they could do is have Celine Dion playing in the background. <laughs> that just doesn't sit. I think that's the point. party song. Yeah, but for them, it's a party song because they've never well, yeah. left their town. Exactly. So. True. I mean, I, I I I thought that that was fairly funny, just because of the things that they were supposedly doing. Yeah. And Celine Dion's in the background. <laughs> Celine Dion would never do that. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I'm just laughing. This movie's okay. silly. It is silly. There's not a lot to digest or not to really. wrap your head around. Not really. Um. Um. <laughs> Uh, I I have a question, I, and I know it's not it's okay. not time for questions, but maybe it's a discussion. Okay, when I they, didn't, I didn't really have questions for this just because it was so. When zany. they get to Vista Del Mar, right? They realize that their reservation is not at the hotel. The hotel. It's at a different hotel. At the motel. Yeah, it's at the motel, and they go across the street, mm-hmm. and 
they had like 10 or 15 minutes mm-hmm. of the movie where they were doing this different stuff and it really I'm thinking okay this is going to have to pay off somehow in the end. Right. There's going to be a reason that that hotel with the pool that was empty and all that stuff was brought up. Never. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing it 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 was it was like it, it wasn't a part of that movie. Yeah. Because it like I'm supposed to feel bad that they made the mistake and they don't have nothing and they just snuck back in. The guy's like, look, we have a room for you, blah, 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 blah. I don't understand that whole I, yeah, road that they went down. I, I think that whole road is just kind of like their first steps to like trying to grab a good time, right? Let's Let's do something we never would do. Let's go sneak in and go, you know, be at the pool and stuff like that and they get rewarded for, you know, taking that risk, I guess, but Okay. But I can buy that. I don't know if that's why, but I mean, no, I'll it's buy probably it. not I, it's, why. It's I mean, just, it's but it's a good it's a, it's a joke good point that they I think the the whole deal was, you know, they had this whole Busby Berkeley kind of m- musical number when they get into the hotel and, you know, the the punchline is they're at the wrong hotel, right? And then they have to go to the shithole, right? That's that's the only reason I think that they probably did it was just contrast, comedy. Okay. And, you know, kind of a, this huge letdown, like we've just done this huge production number and oh, you're not even staying here. And he walks away. Okay. <laughs> then that one guy comes in because he's late, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that, I mean, it was, it was quite the, uh, it was quite the musical number. It really was. It was. It was, really was. was quite the music. Not not as not as quite the musical numbers as I love boobies, but they as can what? all be. I love boobies. The what the piano player was singing. Oh. That <laughs> most of my friends are dead. Um. You know what? <laughs> Honestly, folks, we watched this two weeks ago. <laughs> And I did not take very good notes, and I had forgotten about the piano player. I laughed out loud every time he came on. That that was the that was the Family Guy moment of the movies was the piano guy. I love boobies. I think he said boobs like twelve different ways in three verses. It was Casangas. Yeah. What was the other song you sang about? You just mentioned it. Oh uh, yeah, it was like uh, let me find it. Alligators, beach chase, bellies. We've been my friend. Other boobies, extended version of I Love Boobies. Um. Yeah, because he sang. He he did yeah. sing the booby song twice. He's my friends from high school are recently passed. Yeah, my friends from high school recently passed. That was the name of it. And he was just singing a bunch of <laughs> names of people. That's right. Like he's usually like, hey, I love boobies. Look at all the boobies. Happy, happy, happy. People are dead. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like so totally out of place, but fucking brilliant. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Out of place, but brilliant. Yeah, true. So um, they have that scene with, um, uh, was it Andy Garcia? Yeah. Andy Garcia playing Tommy Bahama. Yeah. Right? Just this, uh, like a Jay Peterman moment, right? And I like, I'm like, for, I, I know for that Barb. guy. 
I, he, yeah. I, 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 but I did not know that it was Andy Garcia. Well, he was originally supposed to um, be there with Panama Jack, um, but they couldn't get the person they wanted to play him to play him. And that person was Barack Obama. <laughs> I mean, I guess you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. You're right. Uh, wow. Barack yeah. Obama is Panama Jack. All right, then. He could rock that suit. <laughs> Panama Jack didn't wear a suit. He had a suit with a little cravat, right? A little mustache. Sunglasses? I don't remember him wearing a suit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on, let me find him. I guess, you, maybe. You talk. <laughs> no, you talk. I thought Panama... Can't, I can't... Panama Jack had the fedora on. Yeah. Like a hat. He had a hat. But he's not going to wear a suit in Panama. It's fucking hot in Panama. Ah, uh, he's used to it. No, he's not. <laughs> Panama Jack. Yeah, he's got a suit. He's got a little tie. Does he look like the colonel? Does he look like the colonel? KFC? Uh, got no. 67 herbs and spices? Well, I can only see him from his shoulders up, yeah. So. All right. He could be wearing a dickie. All right. I, <laughs> like Cousin Eddie. <laughs> uh, I mean, okay. I, I got it. Um, okay. So you just don't get anybody. Yeah. You shoot for the moon with, with who would you like to play this? Can we get Barack? <laughs> like, well, they got Jamie Dornan, right? Like who? Right, there, Barack there Obama? There's, there's Panama Jack right there. I'll be damned. Well, I can't see it because it's all screwed up because yeah. you're... He's wearing a, a white... Uh, what What happened? Yeah, yeah, your finger moved, moved, moved it. it. But I saw it before you moved yeah. it. Yeah, okay. So you can't get Panama. We can't... We can't I'm sorry, guys. Um, we called uh, President Barack Obama um, to do a 30-second cameo in your straight-to-Netflix movie. Uh, excuse me, straight-to-Hulu movie. And he said no. So who would you like to get? Yeah. Yeah? Just stick with no. Andy Garcia. No, Nobody? <laughs> No, no, but nobody. So it's 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 literally Barack Obama or no nobody. Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, rewrite. <laughs> all right, that's <laughs> Jesus Christ, Barack Obama. <laughs> you know what, Annie and and Kristen seem like fun people to hang out with. <laughs> It's just so crazy. We see this. This is Tommy Bahama. Yeah. Tommy Bahama is a good man. <laughs> He's a good man. He does good things. When I some sense and when I'm sitting in the Oval <laughs> Office, yeah, and when I'm sitting in the Oval Office <laughs> drinking bourbon, I think of Tommy Bahama because he's a good man. See, that would have been the best if they could have gotten him and when he walked on screen, they played Hail to the Chief in the background. <laughs> I wonder if they even asked. I don't know. That's all I've got. What's no, the, I, I'm sure you, I'm sure you the, don't know. But on the trivia. I mean, but. like, we'd like to have Barack Obama and the director just straight up goes, no. Well, are you going <laughs> to ask? Yeah, I'm going to ask. He said no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, how do you do that? Dear... <laughs> President of the United States, are you busy on Thursday? <laughs> we would like to pay you, what is it, scale <laughs> for a 45-second part in a movie. <laughs> Please check yes or no. <laughs> Shit. All right.
I'm kind of surprised there weren't more like their buddies cameos, like more like a like Rashida Jones or yeah, uh, you know the people that they Melissa McCarthy hang yeah. out with. Not is not the right word, but the people that you know them for being together with in movies a lot or, or that they associate with. Maybe maybe people. Oh, I mean Leslie busy. Jones, or Leslie Jones, yeah. or 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 yeah. no, who did I say? Rashida. Yeah, Rashida Jones was in Bridesmaids, wasn't she? No. Oh no no, that was um. That was Ellie Kemper. No no, not Rose. Ellie Kemper. She was on Saturday Night Live too. She's uh, Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph, yeah. She wasn't in it. I mean, I figured they. Maya have Rudolph's a, been busy lately. Doing what? Because um, I ain't seen winning shit. Emmys. She's been winning Emmys. Doing what? For Big Mouth. Oh. So she spent a day in the studio acting her voice? Okay. I mean, she's good in it, but she recorded that in a day. <laughs> no, nah, she's been doing other stuff, too. They paid her scale as well. <laughs> <laughs> Did you expect uh, to see a talking crab? Did you know that this was Little Mermaid too? <laughs> crab out of water? <laughs> yeah, that was, again, the silly... Oh, silly. What was the thing that just made you go the most? What do you mean like? In the movie. You were just like, I can't, I cannot believe they just did that. Oh. I'll go first. Yeah, you go first. Reba as a mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. Trish. Um. <laughs> That's right. I forgot. Trish. <laughs> they have the, that's the other part too is so stupid. But afterwards, you're like, it's so funny. They, they talked, talked about her for the entire before flight. Before they got on the plane, the entire flight, getting off the flight all the way to the hotel, they talked about. They made up this life for Trish. Because <laughs> they were nervous on the plane and they wanted to talk yeah. about Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think... Um, Reba is a mermaid. No, not Reba is a mermaid. Just the silliness of like the, I think it was more the way they dressed and some of that, the way that they acted like they're trying to be something that they're not or I don't know, but, but I don't know. I, I, I originally felt that way about the, I guess the Damon Wayans Jr. character too, but he grew on me. I, I, after he got done talking in his first little scene, I'm like, okay, this guy's going to be a dipshit. And and, <laughs> it, and yet I still liked him. Um, also, the thing that I was like, really? Uh, they had a cannon that they shot people out of <laughs> when they won the beauty pageant. Yep. And for some reason it had that setting on it that was, what was it? Dangerous or... I don't know what they call it. Redonkulous or yeah. something. Yeah, but that's, hey, I want to, can I be in the beauty pageant? Because I'd love to be shot out of cannon if I win. That's how I maintain my health. It's and, a seafood jam, man. It's tradition. Yeah, I'll bet it is. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's tradition to shoot somebody out of a cannon. <laughs> it is Florida after all. Thumbs up. <laughs> you say what you want, but you live here. Yeah, that's true. All right. That's true. I don't know. You got anything else? I, I really don't. I mean, this is just a fun, silly movie. Man, there's not, not a whole lot to it. It doesn't. It does. You know, it did make me slow, feel slightly uncomfortable because I'm like, okay, they're kind of poking fun of people who are middle aged, but it wasn't in a loving way. So, 
I, I think it felt uncomfortable because it was a lot like watching The Office. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, don't, I can't, I don't, yeah. oh, this is so uncomfortable. I can't look away. Can't yeah. look away. Train wreck, train wreck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm processing. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was, it was awkward. There were awkward moments and you're just like, yeah. I can't. I mean, and they, it's they did it. Love again against those hard wooden stairs. Yeah. <laughs> There were a lot of one-liners in this that were like you, and some of them you didn't expect, and you were like, "What? What I, did you? Did she just?" Uh, I don't think they said a swear word once, did they? I don't think so. Maybe a damn or an ass or something. Maybe. I don't. I don't recall. Can we talk about the bad guy, Barbara? Barbara Gordon Fisherman. Barbara Gordon Fisherman. Well, it cracks me up because you know who Barbara Gordon is, right? Yeah, Barbara Gordon's the uh, 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 Commissioner Gordon's daughter. And she is? Batgirl. Yes. So you have Batgirl. And the Gordon Fisherman. And then, and then fish sticks. <laughs> and fish sticks. From Gordon's a so monster. She hates the town because they all voted for her as a joke to win the... The beauty pageant. Right. She gets put in the cannon. She gets right. shot out on a setting that should never exist. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like the setting on the so, fan and um, who's Harry Crumb? Yes. Fast, faster, fastest. Yeah. And she makes it her lifelong goal to destroy Vista Del Mar. Yes. So the best way to do that is to genetically engineer mosquitoes. Sure. That do something. We don't know what they do. When they bite you, you die. I so, think they're like piranha mosquitoes. Well, but but they know because they, everybody gets bit by them. Remember, they had the antidote. Oh, there was that's an right. antidote. There was an antidote. And um, she did all this in a submarine off the coast. <laughs> well, that's where they had the mosquitoes. Were in the submarine. Where was her lair? I thought her lair was in a submarine. Her lair? No, her lair was underneath the, that tree. In the middle of a field somewhere. That's right, because yeah. they had the owl, the laser beam yep. eye hour. Okay. So she has a secret lair mm-hmm. in a park mm-hmm. um, just down the street from Vista Del Mar. We we don't know. That that wasn't established that it was Vista Del Mar. I know. It was just some I'm, I'm, Yeah. I'm, I'm making it I'm making okay. a joke. Right. Let me let me roll here. I'm I'm killing roll. it. I'm killing it. Where did she get the money? Don't know. <laughs> what scientist believes that he's genetically engineering mosquitoes that can kill people? For the good of mankind. For the good of mankind. (laughs) (laughs) He deserved to die. And how is a 12-year-old chunky Asian boy one of the leading experts in his field of anti-James Bondism? (laughs) Notice I didn't say anti-James (laughs) Bondage-ism. And he's a fan of Barbara Streisand. Was that who he was singing at the beginning? Was Barbara Streisand? Yeah, is that, that Barbara, Streisand? Barbara Streisand and Maurice Gibb, or no, was it Maurice? And Andy? No, it wasn't Andy. Who was the oldest? Barry. Barry. Yeah, that's right. It was Barry. What was what was the name of the song? Guilty. That's right. Are we going to be guilty? That's right. And killed killed me when he was. Oh my God! Yeah, he just he absolutely jamming. crushing it. I was singing along first time I watched it. I was wondering why is this kid delivering newspapers 
And he's just throwing them. And it's, it's just time- like it doesn't like not even like <laughs> just. He threw like 800 newspapers. <laughs> he looked like <laughs> he looked like a quarterback for the New York Jets because he didn't hit shit <laughs> <laughs> until the last one lands right on the fucking step. Right. Perfect. And then you find out why yeah. later. But it was a. Uh, it was a ruse. Spoilers. It was a rose. A ruse. A ruse. It was a ruse. It was a rouge. That's what they. That's a play in Canadian football. Rue de Glacie, Ice Street. I don't, I don't know what else I got. I don't know because I don't have any like questions, questions. There's no this questions. This is so freaking silly. It, it is. Um, um, I, you know, my only question is they're going to make another one. <laughs> is there, is there any, is there anything in the movie that you didn't like? Like you were just like, nah, that's. Um. I, I don't know. I mean. And this isn't like a genius movie in any way, right? So it's just silly. It's no, just... no, no. I, I meant just like something that they did that you were like, ah, I didn't need that, or I didn't think it. I think it really didn't well, land. There's or... a lot of things that I don't know if it's, that they that they didn't necessarily need, but uh, uh, as a whole, it's pretty. It was. I thought it was pretty solid. Maybe that maybe some of the songs they didn't need, but okay. Um, it was either that or it needed more. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, I, there was nothing really. Like I you mean, said, there's not a lot. Of- uncomfortable humor was there, but I don't think that was just too much of it. It wasn't like watching like an episode of Scott's Tots or something like that, you know, in the office. That was like the most cringeworthy office. Oh, where he's supposed to pay for the college? Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't wasn't quite like that. I don't know. Um I mean, but it's still cringy when you're seeing like this middle like this character, this middle aged character, you know, done up in her culottes and stuff like that, sexing on, you know. Uh, <laughs> Jamie Dornan type stuff. So. <laughs> All right. Okay. It, it's not a place I, I don't think we would go for vacation, I would hope. Even though we're, no, we're in that demographic, <laughs> it didn't. Yeah, I mean, well, we live in Florida and we don't go to the beach. True. So we're not going to go on. But vacation we do like to, to drink poolside. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, you know who doesn't like to drink poolside? Mm-hmm. Taliban. <laughs> so we would not order the veal stuffed manatee. <laughs> Because that's a real thing, the veal stuffed manatee. Well, the joke the joke was is they were they were thinking about ordering the frog's legs, and then they felt bad, so they wanted to order something else. So they figured that the veal best st- thing was the veal stuffed manatee. There's the joke right there. Jesus. You go from bad to worse. You ever had frog's legs? I have. Not good. Uh, no. Damn it! Excuse me. They're 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 greasy because yeah. they're dark. They're dark meat. They're they. They they there's a knack to preparing them and I'm just I'm just not interested. Yeah. I'm not, not interested. Not really, no. It's like liver. Got nothing to do with Kermit, but <laughs> Yeah. It's like it's like liver. There's a lot of people that like liver, but to me it's just like mm. nah. I tried it once in Chinatown in New York. Frog's legs? Yeah. Yeah. No. Agreed. Uh, could we go for some veal stuff, Manatee? Well, I could eat the That's veal. Just- <laughs> 
<laughs> Try to feel. Well, manatees are protected. I know. That's what makes the joke so funny. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people don't realize that manatees yeah. are protected. Why would you eat them? They're so cute. Well, if they tasted like steak. <laughs> I don't think they would. They're mostly fat, don't they? I think they're a lot of fat. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're porky, that's for sure. <laughs> they're porky. Sea hippos. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought it was funny the way they addressed all the tourist tra- traps. Yeah. And how they just sucked them right in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because. <laughs> Ooh, shells. Yeah. Because living living here, we see that shit. Like when we go to Orlando. Oh, yeah. And everybody's like, oh my God, look, it's a cup with something on it. I have to have. Oh, oh my God. It's Mickey a Mouse. It's a shell. And, and, and yeah. people just buy this. They, they buy it up. It's and good. you're like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a bone. It's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a bone. Well, and then she also bought the plastic shell cell phone holder. Oh Even my though they don't God, own a that's cell right. I phone, about and that. she said she's going to glue it to their landline. So <laughs> that's right. I don't have a cell phone, but this looks great glued to the landline. Oh, so funny. Okay. And um, best friend shell bracelets and yeah, <laughs> just just stupid stuff that you can drop two dollars, three dollars, four dollars, five dollars, nine dollars, four dollars. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're in debt two hundred sixty-three thousand dollars, but you got a whole yeah, bunch of shells. Yeah, one has to wonder how big that severance package was from Jennifer Convertible. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Well, there's no box office on this because it was a straight to. The, I, yeah. I I didn't see viewer numbers. I, I I don't. I'm not exactly sure where you search for that. Um, but. I think I could find something if you want to fill in some of the dead air. In the first weekend of its release, the film was the third most rented title on Apple TV, fourth on Fandango Now, and fifth on Google Play. In the second weekend, it finished fourth on Spectrum, fifth on Fangdangle Now, sixth on Apple TV, and seventh on Google Play. Oh, so it wasn't released to Hulu. It was released as a. It was it, yeah. There was a pre, and then it's then it's been on Hulu. All right. Every time I see this movie or an advertisement for this movie, it makes me think of that movie Palm Springs. It's another Hulu movie with Adam Sandberg in it. Oh yeah, that's the one where they. It's kind of like Groundhog Day. Ish. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I know nothing. I just see the picture on Hulu when I'm scrolling through and I'm like, I want to watch Pass. I just never can make yeah. myself click on it to, to watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's kind of a Groundhog Day kind of pre- um, premise. Only the two of, them, two of them both know that they're going through it. So. so I didn't. So this movie actually made money then. I think It may so, not have yeah. made money like as a success, but it was actually able to yeah. get money, re- re- recoup some of its. Okay. Hmm. All right. I don't know. I don't see um, any kind of budget for. It. Let's see. Box office. They said international. It's made like thirty two hundred dollars or something like that. Yeah. I don't see a budget for it. I yeah. don't know how much they spent. It was produced again. Adam McKay, Will Ferrell. Well, Adam and McKay, Will Ferrell are just all over the place with the production. Well, that's how you make money. Right? They, that's how you make money. They produced Dead to Me. They produced Succession, which blew my mind. I mean, you don't think Will Ferrell and you think like a show like that. They've done this. So it's, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Um, hmm. Well, I'll put together a list of what Adam McKay and Will Ferrell have produced and we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> Just because yeah. they they do they do a lot of that because I think I think and it's rare 
mm-hmm. that Will Ferrell is smart enough to know that he does not. People do not want to see him in a role like Succession. Yeah, and he probably thinks it's good, but knows that it's not. It's not going to be popular if he's right. in it, so he can make a cut of it mm-hmm. by saying, "Hey." Well, he's got like Succession and some of the other things he does has been like you'll see that um, production card for. Um, Gary Sanchez Productions, right? Yep. So the female ones, because I'll have to to take a look the next time, because um, I I think they're coming out with another um, season of Dead to Me. Um, but this was under the Gloria Sanchez Productions, so that might be the the, the female focused movies. I don't know. Maybe. But now, if I remember right, Adam McKay, he was the director of the Anchorman's, right? Uh, yeah, or was wasn't he, he? Did he? Did he write them? Um, hold on. A lot of fact checking this week, folks. Yeah, sorry. You're welcome. <laughs> His screenwriter, uh, Saturday Night Live, co-founder, upwriter, Citizen Brigade. Uh, yeah, co-wrote Anchorman, Talladega Nights, The Other Guys. Um, he has created Funny or Die through Gary Sanchez Productions. The big short, all sorts of stuff. That's right. That's where the funnier die was. Where the Will Ferrell getting kicked out by the six year old landlord yep. was. Was oh my god, so funny, so good. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we can do our top three moments. Yeah. Do you want to do yours first? I only have two. You only have. I can two? only think of two. Two. Okay. I'll go with Darley Bunkle. Yeah. Everything he was in was funny. The, at the end, you know what? At the end, where Darley and Edgar are fighting on the beach. Yeah. That was hysterical. Because they weren't really, they weren't fighting. That oh, was, no. But they're super spies. <laughs> um, I loved, I, I brought it up, the tourist cart scenes. They're walking yeah. along, oh, look at that, oh, Barb, oh, look at that. <laughs> just picking stuff up left and right. It's called Believe It or Not. <laughs> And um and the, my number one was when he was delivering the papers right right out of the ba- right out of the gate at the beginning just it just cracked that, me up. That's a cute scene. It well, is, you didn't know what it was, and you're yeah. just laughing because this kid's into this song yeah. that he should not be into at all because you're thinking, is this kid different? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And he's just whipping these papers and doesn't give a rat's ass and missing all over. <laughs> it was fun. It was funny. Okay, so I have to think about mine because um, there's so there's there's so many. Um, I the talking club just kills me. Yeah, the talking clubs were good. The talking club, yeah, talking club was good. Um, that scene in the pool when they talk about the frogs' legs and the veal stuffed manatee was pretty damn funny. Yes. Um, God. Because that's what you'd serve people on the side of a pool: is frog legs, <laughs> right? <laughs> The crab. So fucking ridiculous. The crab. So fucking ridiculous and so funny. The voice of the crab is um, done by Josh Robert Thompson, who yes. does incredibly accurate voice impressions of Morgan Freeman and Robert De Niro. Yes. So I wonder if they had to get more, um, Morgan Freeman's permission, though, if they were going to. To say Morgan Freeman? Yeah. Well, no, it was Freedman with a D. That's why. Yeah, they don't have to do Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I made a point, Friedman with a D. Um, <laughs> that was that was freaking cute. Yes, it was. It was good. Yeah. 
He goes off into the sunset, like out into the ocean at the end, right? Yeah, he was gonna, like, he was done with his life. Call it a day. Yeah, call it a day. Time to call it a day. All right. Yes, it was. Um, it was not a. This was definitely a PG rated, because there was a line about her uh, where Barb said uh, talked about Edgar pleasuring her. And they originally had the word penetrating, and that got them the R rating, so they had to change it. Penetrating gets you an R rating. <laughs> you know what? This what's really funny to me is, um, I mean, Bridesmaids was definitely Kristen Wiig's movie, right? But she still didn't have a hundred percent creative control because um, I can't think of the director's name. He did knocked up. Keep talking. Um, and this is, is he the? Go ahead. Yeah, the scene um, in Bridesmaids where they all have diarrhea. Mm-hmm. Um, that is something that Kristen Wiig did not want in the movie, and she kind of had to bend to the pressure to do that scene. Now, it was a very funny scene. Paul Feig. Paul Feig. Yeah. It's a very funny scene. Um, and it's it's really the scene that puts it over the top. Yeah. And in my honest opinion, it's kind of one of the reasons that guys enjoyed the movie. Yeah, Because you got some fart jokes in it. Right, exactly. And I think she didn't really want to do it, but she did it anyway. So this definitely seems like her vision all the way through. Yeah. Like, I don't think they bent on this a lot, so. Yeah. Why, uh... Why was Edgar under the impression that they were having a relationship when they obviously obviously were not having a relationship? Was he just a smitten kitten? Be- yeah, love's blind. It would in have the, to be. In this case, yes. It, it would have to be. Because <laughs> if not, she's going to blind you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All and right. It's convenient for the movie, right? Yeah. 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 So, um, would you watch this again? Probably. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, if I was going to watch it again, it would be like, give me a couple drinks and let's see what I missed the first time. <laughs> take a little Molly. Uh. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm not going to take any Molly. All right. Cool. No, um, it was really dumb. <laughs> it was really dumb and silly, but it was in a cute way. It was done in yeah. a cute way. I, I, I I can appreciate it for what it what it's trying little, to be. A little like, less raunchy, Dumb and Dumber, maybe, you know. <laughs> yeah. But even Dumb and Dumber wasn't raunchy, but for a couple of scenes. Yeah. What if they shot you in the face? <laughs> All right. So you have a selection this yeah. time around. My, my uh, schedule got thrown off a little bit because we have to watch this while it's still available. Okay. So we are going to watch The Suicide Squad. Okay. Which is the new one. We have to watch right. it. We have to watch it before Labor Day because then it leaves HBO yeah. Max. Okay. But um, I will say it now to keep the intrigue of the people that listen to us up. Dun, dun, dun. I think that this is the best DC superhero movie ever made. Okay. And I'm putting that above the Batmans. Really? Yeah. Even the Dark Knight? Yes. Mm, okay. Dark Knight is an amazing movie. Amazing movie. Near like, perfect movie. Like a near perfect movie. This movie has everything 
It's mm-hmm. funny. It's got good action. It's got good, good. Um, it's got a good story. It's it. It's not. I can appreciate Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. and when I say that, the new one is the Suicide Squad. I can appreciate Suicide Squad. Okay. Because of what they were trying to do, even though they misstepped and made some mistakes, this movie I feel like um, uh, James Gunn, the, his his Guardians of the Galaxy brilliance mm-hmm. just ebbed over into a complete different area of it's it's okay. This movie's funny. It's action. It, uh, All right. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. This is not a movie that I'm having you watch because I can't come up with anything. This is a movie I'm having you watch because I really want you to see it. Okay. So. All right. We got to start getting into spooky. spooky well, season. my next movie was going to be a spooky movie. Spooky. Yeah. My next movie, but we have to watch this now because okay. we're going to lose it. All right. No and, problem. Uh, and, then we, and I don't think we can get it for a couple months. Cool beans. Now, if you want to do a double feature, we can do a double feature. Yeah. I mean, we got to we gotta get better about I mean, we, right now we're kind of been averaging every other week. Yeah. So, um, and... So hopefully, well, if guys. If you quit making gonna... me do so much shit around the house, I'd have more time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We need a house cleaner, right? Anyway. Need more than that. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So, Suicide Squad next week. The Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. The. Make sure you put that Very in. Very important. 2021 Suicide the. Squad. The Suicide Squad. Otherwise, you're going to get Will Smith. Yeah, I don't want that don't want that Idris Elba is awesome in this and John Cena is fucking perfection in this movie Hmm. okay yes all right so we got to get on this yes get on this let's go watch it right now Uh, can I take a nap first (laughs) no (laughs) because I won't be awake in time for work if I take a nap anyway okay so thank you for listening to another episode of honey you should watch this um pew 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 yeah holster those baby um Mm, there you go and uh if you want to keep up with us on social media um we are most active on instagram at honey watch this um we occasionally will post on twitter which is also at honey watch this um and if you want to see kind of a back catalog of any of our episodes um you can subscribe um that's one way or you can go to honey you should watch this dot um for a full list of all the movies that um, we have subjected each other to and uh, <laughs> subjected <laughs> all right then it's an experiment of sorts um, if you want to follow me um, and uh, see our weird and wonderful podcasts that really haven't been too much of a bother. Um, this episode, you know, uh, I think maybe Chester showed his butt to the camera for Brody, the YouTube. But Brody hasn't moved the entire yeah, episode. Yeah, Brody's so. just been by my feet. Been chilling and shit, yo. Mm-hmm. Very good, kitty. Um, you can uh, find me at marketing underscore angel on Instagram. And you, my dear, have another podcast. I do. Would you like to tell I the do. peoples about it? It is Top 5 for Fighting. You can find us at top5forfighting.com. Top 5 for Fighting on Facebook. Um you can find us on all the places that you can listen to us here. Uh, it's me and my buddy, and we just talk about all kinds of silly shit and fun shit and dumb shit and shit. Just shit. Yeah, it's uh, we talk we talk it's about shit. We talk about whatever. It's well, no, 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 no. It's <laughs> it's not shit. 
That's what but, we said when we tried the new bourbon the other night. Oh, it's um, it's not shit. It's not shit. Yeah. Um, um, yes. So we just talk about whatever. Lots of sports, movies, video games. We don't do too much politics or current mm-hmm. events, but we will bring things up. Uh, TV. We do. We talk about movies and stuff like that. Uh, we have a top five list every week. So okay, and you can find them at top five providing com. i said that. at top five providing i said that you, what'd you say i said all that stuff okay it's all right <laughs> um just, just we do on that one we do beg for money a little bit but we take most a uh, good portion of the money that we have and we send out care packages to deployed um uh, military personnel so all right uh, we try and give back a little bit so okay that's it all right. Thanks for letting us ramble in your ear for an yeah. hour or so. We hope you enjoyed um, it. We do enjoy doing this. If there's anything you want us to cover, or if you are a- another podcast that talks about films and movies and want to partner up, uh, just slide on into our DMs on Instagram or Twitter. Just slide in. All just right. Slide on in. Sounds good. Bring your hot dog soup. <laughs> and a topic to put into the hat. Mm hmm.